Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is Season 1, Episode 38. We're calling this one Finishing Reds Hot. Get it? Crowley and I believe both predicted a sweep, and that's exactly what the Cubs did. They swept the Reds right out of town. Coming up next, the Cubs are in Cincinnati for the final three games against the Reds to wrap up this season. Today, Crawley, it's the first day of the Arizona Fall League. Our next guest, Jared Banner, sat down with you to talk about how players are selected to participate in the AFL and also about the recent minor league minicamp that he held over the weekend that saw some of the top prospects in the organization visiting the friendly confines of Wrigley Field. Yeah, Dustin, this was something. We actually had uh, DJ Hertz out, Jordan Wicks, Ben Leeper, Daniel Palencia, Brennan Davis, Pete Crow Armstrong, Owen Casey, Matt Mervis, Chase Strumpf, Johan Peralza, Johendrick Pinago, all at Wrigley Field. And and a lot of the great ideas that, are, that the Cubs are doing, um, Jared and his staff have done a phenomenal job. Um, they're the ones that picked the Arizona Fall League, the players that are going to go into there to do some development. They're the ones that brought these players out that you're going to hear about. And and the Arizona Fall League is something we're really going to pay, pay really close attention to. So Jared is a great person to talk to, and this is a great interview. Joining me now on the Fly the W podcast, Jared Banner. Jared is the Vice President of Player, Develop. how are, player Development. How are you doing today, Jared? I'm great. How are you? Good. So, so tell our listeners how you kind of got to the place that you are in, in the Cubs organization. Wow. That's a, that's a pretty long story, but it was um, <laughs> how, how in depth do you want me to go here? Well, you were previously what the VP of special projects. What did that entail? Yeah. So I spent a lot of time working with our R and D group on some internal uh, valuation projects that we had going. I also spent time going around and seeing our system. Um, just evaluating our players and, and our processes a bit. So got a little bit of uh, my feet wet in player development last year and then um, you know, grabbed a more formal role this year when, when that opportunity presented itself. Now, one thing I thought was interesting, and, 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 you, and I believe you, know, you had a big part of this, is that off-season camp that you guys had in Arizona where you invited 30 prospects and they had housing, they had food, they had all the resources they needed uh, what, what was that some sort of idea that you guys came up with to try to help build some camaraderie among the young guys? It's really a credit to our ownership group for giving us the resources to, to do that. Not every organization has the, uh, 
the means or willingness to do so. Um, so special credit to, to them. We, we just view development as a 12, 12 month process. Um, and some of the biggest development gains happened during the off season. And we felt like there were certain targeted players that would really benefit from being with us year round. And we wanted to make sure we uh, you know, took care of their housing and their food and things of that nature during the off season to uh, make sure we'd be able to, to do that. And are you doing it again this season? We are more okay. players this year. Oh, all right. Cause you had 30 last year and you're going to do more. And it's funny because I remember I, I, Cubs con, we heard the news is back. We're excited. And the young players are going to be there at their first Cubs con. But I remember one time I, I was talking to Theo and Jed at the convention. I asked a question, you know, that's to me, like you talk about market inefficiencies. That's one of the biggest ones that you could exploit right there is having these guys develop and not have to worry about Ubering or doing sub teaching jobs or coaching. They just can focus on their craft and together develop that camaraderie that uh, Jason Hayward kind of mentioned uh, is so important in his uh, speech today. So it's awesome to hear that you guys are doing that. Now, how did you figure out which prospects to target for that? It's a combination of things. I, I think there's some players who have really good situations at home, wherever they're from. Maybe it's the college they went to or something of some training facility they work out at, maybe driveline or Cressy. For, for certain players, um, you know, we know they're getting what they need externally. And for other players, it might be more challenging for whatever reason. Um, maybe the country that they come from, they, they don't have as many resources. So we want to make sure we provide those resources to uh, each and every player as much as, as much as we can. And this weekend, this has to be new, right? Uh, you have 14 prospects coming to Wrigley for a prospect camp. How did that come about? Yeah, it's, it's called Wrigley Camp. Somehow it's turned into prospect camp um, in the media, but it's, it's just Wrigley Camp. And we're, we're having 13 of our, I mean, I'm sorry, 14 of our minor leaguers come in. Uh, mostly guys we think will impact us at the major league level within the next 12 to 24 months. And, and the goal is to you know, get the group acclimated to Wrigley Field, the sights and sounds. They'll watch three games here. They'll meet with, with Rossi. Uh, they'll spend time with VJ, getting to know the clubhouse a little bit and some of the uh, the folks down there, and just getting to know the neighborhood, the hotel, just all the sights and sounds they're going to see when they eventually get called up so that it's not novel to them. Secondly, the, the main reason for it is uh, we want to spend time with this group going over their off-season plans and be really specific and intentional about um, how each player goes about their off-season so they can be properly prepared to come to spring training and uh, hit the ground running. Yeah, and it's an impressive list that you got there. Ben Brown, Ryan Jensen, DJ Hertz, Jordan Wicks, Ben Leeper, Daniel Palencia, Brennan Davis, PCA, Owen Cassie, Matt Mervis, Chase Strumpf, Darius Hill, Jonathan Peralza, and Johendrick Pinango. So I got a chance to see a couple of those guys uh, both watching on marquee and going to some stadiums. And and like you said, it's a very, you know, Wrigley's a, is a unique ballpark. It's the unique neighborhood. And anything you can do to kind of make that transition easier has got to be helpful. Absolutely. That's exactly how we see it. Now, uh, you know, you're a busy man because right after that, we have the Arizona Fall League coming up. Maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about what the Arizona Fall League is. Yeah, it's a, it's an off-season league where um, each club, basically each team is a combination of about eight prospects from five different organizations. So, for example, where the Marlins are on the Mesa Solar Sox with us, as are the Yankees. So we'll have some of their prospects on our team as well. And 
um, for us this year, it's a it's a good opportunity to get like a player like Brennan extra at bats after he missed um, a few months of the season, or for whatever other reason, pitchers we want to give more innings to that are working on something new. We want to get them in game competition. Uh, it's just an extra opportunity to play extra baseball. So it starts October 3rd, and then the championship is November, November 12th. 12th. Okay, so that's, that's you know, it's Arizona. The facilities that they have at, uh, you know, at Sloan Park are just absolutely top-notch, and it's got to be, you know, just uh, – or, or do the Solar Sox – do you do the entire team go into one facility and work together? Do you work with all the other coaches? How does that all work together? Yeah, so all – the whole AFL team – works out of our facility. They use our weight room thing, our clubhouse, all those things. And then we have a trainer and a coach um, that are from our organization that work with the entire team. Okay. And so, and, 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 and people love going out there and being able to kind of see some games. I mean, Arizona is just, especially in the, you know, you know in the fall, it's starting to already get cold here. I was wearing a sweatshirt and a couple layers yesterday, Jared, but uh you're taking a look here at this, you know, this young group of talent. You had three of the four affiliates in the postseason. You guys as a team have had to feel, felt absolutely just amazed at that as far as an, from an organizational standpoint. Yeah, we, we really believe that if you develop good players that you'll you'll win games and it'll, it'll happen naturally. And that's somewhat of, of what we've seen this year. Um, it's. I've noticed it going around these last few weeks during the playoffs. It's a great development opportunity for the players to um, be in some must-win games, be in some games where every pitch counts, every ground ball counts, every at-bat counts. Um, Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And I, I think our guys will be, be way better off for it. So we don't talk about winning constantly, um, but it is really important, and it is something that we, we ultimately strive for. And, I, you know, I was, I was taking a look at, uh, you know, just some of the players and their personalities. I think also having your own network where they can kind of be featured, I think that kind of helps them get a little bit ready for big time too. Absolutely. Um, natural media training. It, it's really – Marquis done a great job this year giving us a lot of coverage, uh, especially, um, you know, when we play during the day, they'll put our, our night games on, things things like that. And I, I, I think it's good for the players um, and the announcers and the minor league staffs and, and front offices. I think it's great all the way around. Now, has there ever been talk about Marquee airing any Arizona Fall League baseball as far as the Solar Sox are concerned? I mean, I know there's probably issues with other teams and media rights or something, but has that ever been discussed? No, that's a great question. Um, and that's a question I'll ask. <laughs> because, you know, when, when Tom first announced Marquee Network, you know, I was absolutely thrilled because of stuff like you get to see the young players. The Road to Wrigley series is, is just absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, all of that stuff. And it's like, 
people laugh at me just because I, you know, I, I interviewed somebody today with the Cubs, Jen from uh, the senior vice president of marketing. And she was, she said, I work with the Pelicans. And I said, Oh, from Myrtle beach. She said, no, new Orleans. I'm like, for me, other sports don't exist other than baseball. <laughs> so being able to watch the Arizona fall league would just kind of be something that would interest me. So, you know, it, it would be fun to do and, and, and see what the players are doing. Now, when you guys go out to that Arizona fall league, do you also scout other players and kind of just look and see, and maybe, Hey, in the future, that might be someone we may be interested in. Yeah. Anytime we watch a baseball game, all antennas are up for, for our players, for everyone else on the field. Um, so definitely, absolutely. And your job entails a lot of traveling is, is what you were kind of alluding to earlier when we were talking off camera. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our players are all over, so I have to be all over as well. And so right now, what would you say when you looked at this last, uh, as far as the minor league system, what were some things that really kind of stood out to you that you said, okay, this is working. I, we're seeing results as far as some of these players are concerned. Well, I'm, let me uh, pull it up here. I was actually looking at that today. Today was the first real day that I said, okay, season's over. can really look back and, and see where we are. Um, so our, our WOBA as an organization has really improved. Um, we went from 27th last year to 10th this year, so that's taken a, a, a good step forward. So same thing, ex-WOBA, we were 29th, now we're 17th. Um, so we've we've taken some some good steps, always more more room for improvement. Um, but we're we're excited about the players we have and and how well they've done. Same thing in uh on the pitching side, we we're 20th in ERA last year. This year we we're 10th. Uh, last year we were at 18th in HFX RAA, which I'm not sure if you know what that means, but that's a stat that, that we look at sometimes. We went from 18th to 11th. What does that stat more. look at? What's that? What does that stat look at? Uh, essentially the quality of contact against our pitches. So okay. it's basically the, the inverse of, of X Wolba in a sense. Okay. And um, our FIP went from 27th to 16th. So we, we, we've taken some, some strong steps forward. We're really excited about it. And it, to me, I, I see like more of a got a streamlined culture as far as the Cubs approach to drafting and player development. I felt like, you know, with, with the last the 2016 champions, I mean, I think they did a great job of identifying talent, but you know, afterwards there were some struggles with, I think player development a little bit. And, and this time around, you know, you know, when you talk about the hitting coordinator, pitching coordinator, uh, you know, scouting, every, everything seems to be working. Everyone seems to kind of be rolling in the same direction. Well, first I want to give a lot of credit to uh, Dan Kankshevitz and his amateur scouting group well as Louis O'Howe and his international scouting group. Those guys do a great job uh, scouring the country and the earth for uh, for talent year in and year out. And they've done a great job putting some, some really talented players into our hands. Uh, same thing goes for, for Jed and, and Carter and the rest of our baseball ops group here with some of the trades. Like we've, we've really um, brought some, some guys that have really impressed us. Um, so Ben Brown, thinking about PCA, um, and, and those are all guys that we acquired in trades. So um, it's it's a it's a group effort. And then once the guys get to player development, uh, our staff works so hard on a day to day basis, chasing after our player plan goals and the um, you know the goals we set out for each guy. We we are vigilant about chasing them down every day, and it's really resulted in some some positives for us this year. So I got to ask, have you ever been to a Cubs convention before, Jared? 
Never. Okay. So, uh, you know, this is going to be your first time. This is going to be a lot of the young players first time. And, you know, just talking in general, you know, even whether you're talking about the people from marquee to some of the players like say Suzuki, this is going to be a whole new experience. And I'm really excited to see your reaction. I'd love to get your take on it and see what the young, the young prospects thought of it, because it is really something that you, there's no way to describe it. You just have to experience. And I remember seeing like a young Javi Baez and Jorge Soler and Eloy and all those guys when they were young and just how fresh faced they were and how, when they looked at that crowd, just going nuts for them, they all knew who they were. It was just a different experience to kind of see that kind of love coming from the fan base. Absolutely. Sounds great. I'm looking forward to it myself. Well, Jared, I appreciate you popping on, giving us a few minutes of your time. We'd love to have you back on in the future, and I'm looking forward to meeting you in person at Cubs convention. Absolutely, Crow, anytime. Thank you, Jared. You take care. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.